Welcome to this bonus edition of the NinersNation.com Better Rivals Podcast. My name is Oscar Aparicio, and we've got a very quick bonus episode for you all. We've got Kyle Posey, the new editor-in-chief of NinersNation.com, you know, decided that he was going to reach out to his network of coaches, and he was going to reach out to none other than Jalen Hurd's wide receiver coach at Baylor, Frisman Jackson. Now, Frisman Jackson is a veteran NFL player and coach. He's in his second season on Matt Rule's staff at Baylor. He joined the staff in 2018, and he was promoted to passing game coordinator in 2019. So it's a really interesting conversation. Definitely lets you peek behind the curtain a little bit from his position coach last year at Baylor's. There are a couple audio issues here and there, but I think overall the conversation is so good and you get so much insight about Hurd as the player that I think you'll be able to get through it. And I think you'll find the conversation was totally worth it. So here is Kyle Posey's conversation with Baylor wide receiver coach Frisman Jackson. All right, this is the very first Niners Nation episode, and we have a special guest to talk about one of the 49ers recent draft picks, Jalen Hurd, and I have a receiver coach from Baylor who dealt with him, Frisman, Jackson Frisman, what's going on? Not much, man. How you doing? Yeah, doing well, man. Thanks for taking the time on a Saturday. Got the Kentucky Derby, got everything going on, I'm sure, in your personal life. Got, you said you just came from a birthday party, and I'm, uh, I'm going to be doing that here shortly, but... Always some time to talk a little football. So, oh, yeah. Jalen Hurd, man, let's talk about him. Uh, give me give me your first impressions. Let's say, so, you know, Hurd had a Hurd transferred to Baylor. So, did you have any any part in that recruitment right there? No, actually, um, I didn't because I was coaching the receivers for the Tennessee Titans. So, um, uh, after we got let go, I, I joined the staff here at Baylor, and he was already here. So, um uh, I didn't have any part in that recruiting, but I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad he ended up joining Baylor. Yeah, I bet, man. He uh, he's a he's a different kind of a- athlete, that's for sure. So, oh, no. when you first got on campus, what were your your initial impressions of her? Because we're talking about a guy that what he this was his first year playing receiver, right? Yeah, um, you know what? He's a pretty straightforward guy. Um, we met in the in, our, in my office and. Uh, I was going through kind of what my expectations were for him and, you know, how we were going to get to him to, you know, achieve his goals, which were to get drafted in the NFL. And, you know, he just said, hey, coach, I'm here for, for eight months and uh, I want you to develop me as best you can and give me, to, uh, you know, give me an opportunity to be able to play my best football so I can go to the NFL. And uh, I appreciate that about him. Yeah, I think uh, that's exactly what you want, especially as a coach, man. You want somebody to be able to come in tell you what they want, tell you what they're looking for. And it's on, it's kind of on you to, to help them get there. Right. Yeah. No question. No question. He was pretty upfront and honest about, you know, kind of what his expectations and goals were. And, and that's what you want as a coach. What, uh, what, so what was, what was the biggest expectation? Was, was there any goals that were too lofty? There's something that, you know, wasn't attainable. No, uh, you know, he knew that, you know, by this being his first time really playing receiver, uh, that it was going to be some bumps in the road and some peaks and valleys, but uh, you know he's he's the kind of guy that cat that's going to put his head down and grind and work. And um, you know he didn't say, "Hey, I want to achieve this. I want to do this. I want to do that." It was more so, "Hey, coach, just you know, coach me up. You know, if I'm doing something wrong, you know, correct me. And uh, you know, I'm gonna continue to work hard and I'm gonna give you everything I got. And you know, I was very appreciative of that." Right on. Yeah, I bet, man. When uh, so when you first started working with Hurd, what, what, like, how long did it take you to realize, like, I'm I'm working with something nice here, like something special? Oh, uh, hey, you know, just by a conversation, I realized I had something pretty cool. But uh, 
just getting him on the field, how quickly he was able to pick up things at the for the receiver position. Uh, you know, he was a guy that, you know, if I said, hey, man, I want you to work this release, and he doesn't quite do it the way I want him to, he's going to jump right back in line and try to do it the way that, you know, it needs to be done. So uh, he's a very attentive to detail kind of cat. And uh, if you got that guy on your squad, um, you're really excited about it. And uh, he wanted to be coached, which was exciting. Yeah, I love that. And he was, uh, he was supposed to be on the senior bowl and with the 49ers. So I'm, I'm sure they were a little disappointed that he couldn't go there. But just hearing that, being a, a guy taking accountability, it sounds like that's, uh, that's when you know you have somebody that is, this is going to just give you their all and just be legit. So that's good to hear. Um, yeah. So, so he played pretty much primarily slot for you guys. And, you know, obviously he carried the ball a little bit as well. So that speaks to his versatility. How is there, do you think that he can be an outside receiver down the line? Yeah, I mean, he can he can line up as an outside receiver. Sort of what uh, I think John Lynch said about um, uh, about him. You know, he can line up and he can line up outside. He can line up inside. He can line up at the H position, tailback. I think he has so much position flexibility uh, that you can put him anywhere. We had him inside because it was advantageous for us and for him. I mean, he's going against uh, you know a nickel corner, which you ain't gonna see a nickel corner. In college, the way you're going to see a nickel corner in the NFL. Right. Uh, so he was bigger than most guys. He was quicker than most guys. He was bigger than, uh, you know, most. So uh, he was able to use his size to our advantage. And we had him outside a little bit, but not as much as we used him inside just because of, you know, we were able to take advantage of that situation. Yeah, and just speaking of playing inside in the NFL, it's he's he's still probably going to be quicker and bigger than a lot of the guys that he sees in the nickel as well. So that'll be oh, interesting. No yeah, that'll be interesting to see what his role is, just as far as how how they use him, as far as you know, jet sweeps and just quick outs, or just stretching the field down the just being a seam threat as well. Because one thing that caught me off guard just watching him, because you know he gets this labeled as like a raw talent just because he's played the play the position one year but I thought he catches the ball really well away from his body for yeah. a guy that just hasn't played the position and he just looks really comfortable so is that is that something you guys have worked on yeah well you know he's going to be a guy that's going to catch the ball you know he's going to catch 100 balls after practice you're going to have to kick him off the field <laughs> uh, and and when people see that they're going to think that you know he's trying to you know it's it's new or he's trying to impress people but that's just how he goes to work I mean it was times I had to, like, all right, Jalen, caught enough balls, man. You, you caught enough. Like, get off. Yeah. Uh, but he has natural hands. Uh, I noticed that the first time I was able to work with him that he caught the ball naturally. He wasn't ever fighting the ball or the ball was beating him up or anything like that. Um, he has natural hands, and he's going to, you know, he's going to extend his hands away from the body and, and catch the football. And he can make every single catch that you need a guy to make. Yeah, I think it speaks to um, just the type of hard worker he is, just being able to – catch the ball away from his body but do so with guys like hanging all around him he's he's pretty comfortable just you know going up and get it and he's not bothered by contact and a lot of guys that have been playing the position all their life they they struggle like as soon as somebody's in their hip pocket or just on them the minute somebody just hits their wrist it's all she wrote but that's not that's not a problem with her no he's a guy that you know he uses his side to shield defenders away and uh anytime you can get a cat that can make uh you know, contested catches, which is he's elite at, um, you know, you, you got a pretty special player. And it, you like you said, it's it's guys that has played the position for their entire lives that struggle with contested catches, and he's, he's pretty natural at it. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, so it's not it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows with her. Let's not. So, no. he um, what's what's an area that he has to just improve? What's what's one of his, some of his areas of opportunity to grow? Yeah, uh, for him, it's going to be you know uh, catching balls down the field, deep balls down the field where you got to make over the shoulder catches. Just because he hasn't lived in that world uh, for as long as a lot, you know, as much as a lot of guys have. Um, and then just refining his routes, knowing when to tempo routes, knowing when to be explosive at the top, knowing when to, you know, the different speeds that you have to play at to be an elite receiver. He really has to refine that part of his game. And then, like I said, just down, balls down the field. Uh, you know, he, he was still a work in progress in catching deep balls over the shoulder. So those are two areas that I felt like if he can improve on those things, he, he can be an elite receiver in the NFL. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point right there because 49ers have a guy, Dante Pettis, who – is something serious when it comes to just playing with tempo and just changing his speeds and able to win at the top of his route because he's playing at, you know, he, he'll lull you to sleep and then kind of burst right by you. So Hurd should have a good guy to work with in that regard. Is there is there anything else that, you know, 49ers, should be on, 49ers fans should be on the lookout for when it comes to um, Hurd? Uh, you know, those those were the two things that I've noticed the most out of him. And, you know, I've worked with first-round pick guy. I've worked. You know, I've coached receivers for my entire career, and that was the main two things that I've noticed out of him was just, you know, uh, being, you know, being a better uh, deep ball catcher, and then just, you know, learn how to play with tempo and speed, and, and you know, in his routes. And if he can, if, like I said, if he can master those two things, he'll give himself a chance to be a pretty good player. Yeah, and all that is, it sounds like that's just going to come with repetition. So yeah, the, yeah, the, just reps, reps, reps for him. Yeah, the fact that we're talking about a guy that was played like what 13 games or something like that at the position. And one of the, one of your corrections was something that he just hasn't done. And another one is just something that you learn the more you do it. So that's, that's pretty good to hear. Um, what kind of, what kind of ceiling are we talking about with this guy? Um, you know, I think it's going to be, you know, how, and I've, I've got some familiarity with coach Shanahan's offense. Uh, uh, but, uh, cause our O-line coach, Coach, coach with him in, in Cleveland, um, so I think if they use him and let him let him put him in different spots and, and not like kind of typecast him as one type of thing, I think he has a chance to be a pretty good player. Um, you know, he's still he's still got a you know a lot of room to grow at, at the receiver. Walker was a very good player in this league in that league, and um, I think if he continues to take coaching and continues to work. You know, the, the, he can have a, a really, really good chance of being a good player in that league. And he's, yeah, like you mentioned, with um, with a guy like Kyle Shanahan, putting you in a position where you are going to make plays, that is going to go a long way for him. And, yeah, there's Wes Welker. Um, he's There's also Miles Austin who's on the staff. So he has, uh, he has some guys that will – that he'll be able to learn from. And and like you said, with his ability to, or with his want to get better, that's going to be a big deal. So um, let's, if, if you would have had your hands on herd for another, just another season, yeah. or let, let's say just what can we expect when he has another season to play for? Like, let's just say he's played the position for two more years. How much different would herd be? Um, you know what, we, we've had that conversation, uh, you know, here at Baylor that if, if he was able to play, you know, if I hit him for another year, hopefully I would have been able to chance to develop him even more. Um, you know, I think some of the things that we talked about him having, um, 
some struggles with or just need to learn to do better. I think he'd be way more advanced than that. Uh, I think releases, because uh, just because he wouldn't have another year of seeing people in front of him press him up, um, I think he'd be a lot better there. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I think being in the NFL, being around football 24-7 for him is going to, you know, help him transition that much faster into the position and being more natural at it. Right. Um, one of the areas that I thought that he – will improve on it could improve on is when so he's when he's in the slot seems like he had a little problem with getting through contact at the top of his routes so mm-hmm. he just get kind of stuck on whether it was an option route or just trying to get through on an over route but it seemed like he would either he just it seemed like he just didn't know what to do like he, he couldn't figure out whether he wanted to you know use head fakes to get around them or just kind of run through being bigger when he's with the guy so um, yeah, that's something that I'll be keeping an eye on for sure, especially if he's going to be playing over the middle of the field. Yeah, yeah, and, and he'll get better at those things. I mean, just you, you, you know, you got only so much time that you can improve on that stuff, especially in the college game, just because you know with class constraints and hours restraints and stuff like that. But I know it's hour restraints there in the NFL, but you're doing football more than you, you know, you worrying about right. you know a chemistry test. So yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, he'll got he'll have a chance to improve and. And like I said, he's around some great coaches that'll that'll speed that process up for him. Yeah, absolutely. And th- now now that it's his job, th- and now that he'll be able to do this every day and see what he's doing every day, review those practice or review his practices before and afterwards, it'll be. I imagine it'll just be a lot different. So, yeah, that's a good point as well. So, Hurd went in the third round. Do you think that was a good spot for him, or where where did you guys think that he was going to go? Well, you know, uh, I, I I thought he may have been. A, you know, he probably could have been a late second, early third round pick where he ended up going. Um, so I think that was a good spot for him. I mean, for a guy that just played the position for one season, I mean, you you got drafted with a bunch of guys that have been playing the position their entire lives. And um, uh, I think th- that's a credit to him showing that, you know, he, he has some ability to be able to go and do that. But, you know, I, you know, I thought he maybe been a, a you know, a, a second round pick to a, to an early third and he ended up right there at that spot. Yeah, and we're talking, yeah, like you mentioned, his ceiling helps him a lot. His just natural ability helps him a lot. But he put some really good things on tape for a first-year player, for a first-year receiver. So, yeah, yeah, I think the third round, just right around that area. And then, I mean, just going to the 49ers helps a lot with who's calling plays. Oh, yeah, no question. I think when, when when an offensive guy like that, when an offensive guy like Shanahan takes a chance on you, early in the third round where teams are still looking for starters, I think that speaks a lot about, you know, what Hurd can be. Oh, no question. And, you know, um, you know, those guys know what they're doing. They've been around football a long time, Kyle and, and John. And so, uh, you know, you just got to trust their evaluation. And, and, and they, I think they've done a great job by getting a great player like him. So you mentioned he's just like a straight up serious guy. Is that how he is all the time? Like when he's on the field, how is he like? I mean, he he's competitive as heck, man, and that's something about our program. You know, him being here at Baylor. I mean, we're we talk about competing and competition, and he's that he's the he's the face of that, and he's going to compete. And you know, he'll we'll have some fun in meeting rooms. He, he he'll joke around, he'll laugh and have a good time. But he understands that when we're in between those white lines, it's about business. And if you take care of your business fun, first, you know, it's a lot more fun. Uh, you can have a lot more fun. So he's business first and have fun second, and that should give him a chance to have a pretty productive career. That's good, man. Yeah, you have to have a personality. You can't just be a robot, and I think that... Oh, he's definitely not a robot. He won't be that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
That's good. That. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm going to be seeing him in the locker room, and I don't want – I want to be able to, you know, joke around with him afterwards if he made a play or whatever it may be. So that's good. Yeah, he'll, he, he's got some jokes to him. Yeah. He, he might throw some low blows, you know, real quiet. He try to act quiet, but he, he's got a, he's got some character in him. I'm, I'm all here for the jokes. So I, I like to hear that. Oh, that's good. Well, you go get them from him. <laughs> all right. Probably not at first, but eventually they'll come. <laughs> I bet. Um, so we talked about, <clears throat> yeah, just so his personality. So about you've worked with plenty of receivers. Do you have like a comparison for like, who does he remind you of? Uh, that one's tough. I had a bunch of people during this whole draft process for him asking me that question. Um, you know, he's different from all the guys that I've had. You know, I coached Corey Davis with the Titans and I coached, you know, uh, a bunch of guys that went on and played in the NFL. Um, you know, just with his size and, you know, his, his ability to be able to, um, you know, just use that size to catch the football. You know, he's totally different than a lot of guys I had just because he hasn't played the position for a while. Right. And so um, it's hard to make the comparison, of, uh, especially the guys that I've coached. Um, but he reminds me of, you know, um, Anquan Bolden as far as his size and, uh, you know, just how aggressive he is and just how he loves football. And um, that's about the only comparison that I've kind of used with, when guys have asked me. Hey, I'm, I'm a diehard Florida State fan, so you telling me that, <laughs> say no more. That's all I need to hear, man. We're getting a player if that's the case. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Bolden Antoine was a dog. Was a dog good player. Yeah, yes, he was. Yeah, he, uh, he had some fighting him for sure. And I mean, 49ers fans know that. He was there for a couple seasons. And Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, he was tough, and he caught the football, and it didn't matter how fast he was. You knew he was going to find a way to get open and catch the football. That's another guy that – yeah, like you mentioned, he's not he wasn't a burner, but if you play with pace, you can get open. Yeah, no question. And then just if you tough and physical at the top and and you understand your strengths and weaknesses, you 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 can find a way to, you know, make a play in this league. Uh realistically, what are we talking about for rookie season contributions? What can we expect? Um well, it's it's just going to be how much they use him and and, and just how, you know, how, how fast he improves and develops. Uh, I don't want to put a cap on a number on it. Hey, he's going to have this many catches and right. stuff. Uh, but uh, I think he, he'll have a chance to be a productive player if he comes in there and he, he works, which I don't have, I don't see an issue with that. And, and I know he's with some offensive geniuses, so they'll, 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 they'll put, put him, put the ball in his hands and make sure he's in the right spots. Oh yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm pretty excited just to see what, just how they use him because I imagine if he plays 10 plays Eight of those will probably be at different spots, which is a luxury to have. You just you can't do that with a lot of players. So, oh, no question, no um, question. Um, anything else before we get out of here? Um, is there what else do we need to know? Give us some, give us some nuggets. Well, I'll say this, man. Um, he was one. Of, he was the hardest working practice player I ever coached. That's awesome. Um, he was going to be physically drained when he was done with practice because he's giving you everything he has. Um. And so uh, I know you're going to get a tough player, a guy that loves football. He's passionate about football, and he's passionate about being great And from an individual perspective, and he wants to win in a team perspective. I mean, winning is important to him, and he didn't care, he didn't care about how many balls he caught or how many touches he had. Uh, if, he, if he can help us win, and it might be he touched the ball one time, uh, he wants to win, and I, I really uh, enjoyed that about him. I think that's the best way to leave it off of – just leaving off with a guy that just is going to give you everything he has and isn't about himself. So 
Uh, sounds like the ultimate teammate, man. And when you put the ultimate teammate with a guy with that athleticism and is working that hard, well, I mean, what else can you ask for, right? Not Nothing else. You got a good player. Right on. Well, man, I'm going to let you go. Uh, I'm sure you got a bunch of things to do here. So appreciate you taking the time. And we w- I will. I might reach out to you. You know, hopefully this time next year you guys are spitting out another guy for us. Yeah, we got some. I got some good ones in the in the in the in the, in the holster. So we'll see how yeah. it goes. I know. I know you guys. Uh, whatever you're feeding them down there, man, keep it up because it's <laughs> like a four four guy every year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got to keep it going. Don't put too much pressure. on <laughs> Oh, I, I will. I will. All right, coach. Take care, man. Right. Thanks for the time. No, no problem. Good luck with that. Uh, take care. All right.